Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty. That means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We are live. You are listening to the... Actually, we're just live well, to each other. Well, we're live. Yeah. I oversold it right away like we're in front of a bunch of people. I mean, anybody is live at the time. We're as live as we normally are. You are listening to yep. the Dumb Dad Podcast. My name is Evan, and spoiler alert, I'm a dumb dad. Dumb dad with a beeping phone. I had a dumb dad moment immediately. Hi, guys. I'm Kevin. I'm also a dumb dad. This recording was previously recorded in a home in North Hollywood, California. Mm. Previously front, recorded in, to what you're listening to. In front we of didn't a live pre- studio dog. Yes. Shh. Lenny, don't bark. Don't wake the dog. Kevin had to remind me right before we hit record, don't knock don't on not anything. Don't knock on anything because he's stupid and he'll think it's the door. He's He's stupid. Yeah. He's a do- he has a dog's level of intelligence, yeah. which is just dumb. And even for a dog, maybe. <laughs> he, he doesn't. Okay, look. Tell him about that. He has dumb Listen, dog moments. He's a smart dog. <laughs> he just doesn't test well. Okay. <laughs> Some dogs. I can relate to that. Don't test well. Okay. Doesn't mean <laughs> doesn't that they're not smart. Well. It means that in tests, they get nervous. And this dog is no exception. Okay. He is my special boy. <laughs> and I love him unconditionally. Is this the do- are you doing the dog trainer when he was like, he is, he tries. Um, well, he did sit that one time. <laughs> I didn't tell him to, but he That's did it. That's because he thought you were going to feed him a squirrel. Uh, hey, Dummy. Hi, Dummy. Cheers. Cheers, pal. What are we, where did you put, you put the bottle away. You I can't put, put, we can't put, put the bottle away. I put the bottle somewhere. Tell him a little bit about, I'm going to start it off from it's, what I can remember. We're drinking an alt beer. Alternative Style beer. Alternative style beer. It's an alt beer, and it's called alternative. Alternate. Alternate. Dimension. Dimension. Alternate dimension. And then, in case you didn't get that, underneath it, it says alt beer. In case. Oh. It says alt in one uh, block, but it's not like colored in block letters. Oh yeah, I see. They really rub it. They really Ernet drive it home there. Dimension. Mm-hmm. But then if you weren't sure, you're like, is this an IPA? No, it's an alt beer. Do you think they called it an alternate dimension and then sort of highlighted the alt in alternate dimension to really drive home the fact that it is an alt beer? You Maybe. think they did that on purpose? It's possible. They might that have would been be like a good idea. Ultimate dimension, sun, shun, shun, saison. They might think it's a saison. Oh, yeah. I can't drink those. Yeah. Oh. They're too... Too much summer in your mouth. How does it? Uh, how does it taste? It's good. It's a darker beer. Mm-hmm. It's good because you know it's what? It's dark in color. Joseph Brow, Joseph Brow Brewing Company in San Jose, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a great beer to drink today because it's it's cloudy and raining. Yeah, it is. I don't know what's happening. I think the world's ending outside. That's not why I moved here. It's five point six percent alcohol by volume. And is 28 IBUs, 
we were having a conversation right before we started. Is that a lot of IBUs? I missed I said yes, and it's not. No, IBUs, that's a low IBU. Not a lot of hoppiness. Yeah, not a lot of hoppiness. A lot of altiness. Guys, we're not brought to you by this beer. No, 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 that's okay. We're expi- we, we try different ones all the time. It's got a great hand-drawn label. I think this is really cool. It's even got kind of fall colors, isn't it? It's kind of orange it's and red. It's a fall there. beer. It's a fall beer. And we're falling into to our first next <laughs> first part, which is my I worked at Carnival. I want to know. I've been waiting for this. We're, we apologize. This is going to come out late this week. I have been so curious. <laughs> I didn't ask you on purpose because I wanted to get I wanted to get it live um, recorded. Did you tell me? I thought you didn't care. Tell me what it's like <laughs> I felt... to run the. Uh, which booth did you get at the, your, your uh, kids' carnival? The, the okay, school? so I got there. I, I worked. Uh, I volunteered for the early shift, eight a.m. because I wanted to get the hours in. Yeah, I had like a, I have another dad friend who was like, "I'm gonna do like the afternoon because I want to watch football." I was like, "Terrible choice. It's only week three. And record it. And, and yeah, who could care? So I was like, "That's fine, though. Do your thing. I'm gonna get in there early and get out." <laughs> So I got I got a text the night before, being like, "Don't come till 9. and I was like, "Who's this?" <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, "Okay." So I get there at nine, and it's hilariously disorganized. Now let me preface no this. No way. Here's the thing, though. I am. I know that I am a child. I know that I am just a legal grown up, and that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fair. I know I'm very immature. So I've I, seen you eat with your hands. It's so <laughs> it was pasta. What am I supposed to let it just fall off the fork? So I have two hand forks. <laughs> so many prongs on each hand. <laughs> so I always just assume when I see an, like another adult that I'm like they're gonna, especially like teachers, PTO, PTA. Mm-hmm. Like, they're gonna have this together. They did not have it together. I got there and they were just like. Okay. Um, all right. Okay. So, thanks for coming. And I was like, "Well, we have to be. You made us sign up. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm required to be here. Thank you guys so much for helping out. We have to. It was in the contract. So then I was like, "What do you want us to do?" And they were like, "All right. Well, let's just sweep up." And I was like, "Sweep up the carnival." And they were like, "Yeah, just grab a broom and sweep up." Now, I know what you're wondering. Wait, is this an indoor? No, it's an outdoor flea market in a dirt yes. field with like <laughs> hay strewn about, and it was a mess because it, it was hilariously you know it was run like a like a school run carnival. Was it was it, just like had it last, even started? Did it the, the night the before? before? Was, okay, uh, what day was that? I volunteered Sunday, so it had gone Friday okay. night and Saturday it's, night. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. it gone two nights. But what's funny is like it's clear that like they were like whatever time it ended ten o'clock. They were like, all right, ten o'clock, everyone out, we're done. Shut it down and just turned everything off and just went home. Yeah, because it was just the like morning crew will sweep it up. Trash everywhere. The barrels were full and I was like, okay, nobody's afraid of wildlife. So, so I'm just sitting there just sweeping dirt for like an hour. I was so. I checked my phone so many times that day, thinking you were going to post to our Insta story. I checked my phone so many times. I was. So ready to. And I was about to because I was like, this is funny. This is objectively hilarious. I'm sweeping dirt. And then I saw <laughs> the lady running it, and she just looked at me like someone had stolen, like something, like someone stole the key to the city that we're giving out the carnival later, mm-hmm. but she doesn't want me to know. She was like, she was like hey, uh, you, you doing all right? And I was like, I don't know. Are you doing all right? Do you need something? And she was Are like, you stable? Yes. I 
if you're not busy, I could use your help. To which my smart-ass response is, I'm as busy as you want me to be. Yeah. I can't. Well, I'm just sweeping enough. up the infield here. I'm just uh, making this dirt as clean as possible. And She's organizing she, it, she organizing like, the dirt. She said, <laughs> nobody's running the popcorn stand. And I was like, <laughs> okay, would you want me to run the popcorn stand? She goes, yes. Um, okay, let me find Joe. Some popcorn. She goes, let me find Joe. He'll show you how to use it. And I go, is it a, it's just like a popcorn machine? <laughs> how to use it? And she's like, yeah. I go, I bet I can figure I it out. I and she goes, I bet you can. Oh, okay. And oh. I was like, okay. So I went and I went over there and I was like, all right, you got the machine. Uh, where's the popcorn? So I asked her, found it, got the popcorn. All right, I'm, guys, I'm cruising now. Is it like a little upright glass cart yeah, with a the little bicycle wheel on it? Yep, exactly. Oh, it's exactly. man, I would have loved to run a popcorn machine like that. I was like very that. excited. <laughs> and so I went to turn everything on. And did that, you get like a red and white striped apron or anything? My voice did change and i was like yeah, hey well, there yeah. everybody come come get your popcorn it's corn but it's popcorn. popped by heat it's and oil hot but i tried to get it and there was no electricity for the popcorn machine oh so uh i didn't i wasn't up and running after that for another hour oh no uh so yeah i missed the the rush <laughs> <laughs> and then when i was up and running it was another couple hours before anything happened. What does that mean? What do you mean? Uh, well, cause before so anything if, happened. Well, because there was uh, we're near a church, so like uh-huh. service got out. Oh, I missed that first rush. Everyone oh. got up and they were peckish and popcorn wasn't. What were you doing? Just waiting? Were you like out trying I, to find something, or kept, were you just standing there waiting for it? Being to... like, hey, this uh, this thing's plugged in, but it's not getting power. If we just... and they were like, we'll get somebody on it, and then just then there's. Do you want me to do something yeah, else? You, no, just hang out there. got to have you buy the popcorn. We thing. can't have that be... we got to push this corn. Well, somebody could just lift up the handles and wheel it away, and it's theirs. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So finally get up and running. Okay, here we go. I got some power. Uh, I read the directions on the bag. It basically <laughs> says, turn on heat, pour in oil and kernels. Yeah. It worked exactly like it said on the package. And then um, nobody really ordered popcorn because, well, this is a street carnival with mostly, like, tacos, taquitos, nachos. Oh, there's all those booths. Legit. All homemade. And then people see me with my package of, like, that has... Uh, it's in three second sections. Each section is like, this one's the kernels, this one's the oil, and this one's the salt. And I was like, guys, it's all but here. And, and nobody was interested in that, which was great for me. But it was very boring, so I didn't post anything um, because there was no story. It's called an Insta story, and there was yeah. no story there. You would have instantly been like, I'm instantly doing this for the next nine hours. And I was there till two, and then I uh, I... Passed it on to my wife. She took over the last three hours, and then did she run the popcorn machine? She ran the popcorn. Don't machine. worry, no, you, you don't have to do anything. Because that's the best part. Even though I'm not pushing product at all, uh, the lady running comes over and she just goes, "Okay, um, so it's one o'clock. How much longer are you here for?" And I was like, "I'm gone at two. And she goes, <laughs> "Okay." And I go, "But my wife comes at two. We're switching. Do you want me to just put her on the popcorn machine? Could you do that?" And I was like. Okay. Is somebody coming who really needs... Is the mayor coming? And if there's no popcorn, he's going to shut it down? Like, what is this? 
So it was pretty uneventful. And then we went to the carnival, and it was fun. It was cute. We actually got to like all go and experience it. We ate. Some Did you wear your nice shoes since there wasn't hay all over the place? I did walk around in a nice, like, nice clean. I just kind of just shouted it out every once in a while, like tilted my hand towards like random strangers going, mm-hmm. that was a really clean carnival. Yeah. Somebody must have swept. Who swept this hay? But <laughs> Sweeping up the dirt. That's my favorite, I think. It's pretty good. Sweeping up dirt, I thought that I was in a, a karate movie and I had to learn something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like there was some lesson I was... There's a big lesson I'm going to be learning here and it's like, that... I guess I'd rather be at a popcorn machine. That yeah. was your lesson. My lesson was this sucks. Finding out, and I did. I'd rather stand by the popcorn machine and or stand by the not popcorn pour popcorn and then say to people popcorn and they, hot. They said no popcorn. I sold some, but not many. How much is it, how much was it a bag? A dollar. A dollar. How dollar. much did you get? Hmm? Was it a big bag? Oh, I thought you meant like what's my cut? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> How much of that did you take off the top? You hustle this whole thing of popcorn, you get 10% out of it, yeah. okay? How about this? You give me a dollar fifty, I give you five bags. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why are you talking so quietly and giving me a deal? Uh, I don't know. It was, just, it was a decent, you know, it was a small bag, but it's it was it was a dollar's worth. You know what? It was a dollar's worth of popcorn. You looked at it and you went, this is, this actually, this seems fair. If you looked at it after you went through all the amazing food and exactly. drinks and ate all that stuff and thought... Yeah, give me a dollar for that popcorn. Spend yep. the rest of my night dropping it on the floor for the morning crew to sweep up. Sweep up the dirt. Sweep up the dirt. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was fun. It was fine. <laughs> it was fine. Should you have watched football in the morning? No, I made the right choice. Yeah. come 2 o'clock, I, was, my, yeah. I, I got to have a day. Yeah, or you could have gone home and watched the football that you recorded. Exactly. But no, he's like, he, nah, who is this dummy that you know? <laughs> he shot his wad. I think he, he, re- he regretted it. Yeah. I saw him at two. And I saw a couple of football games. And then like the whole day, you're just waiting to have to go do this thing. What booth was he at? He was at the, what are they called? It's like the, the you know, flavored waters. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Like when you go to like street fairs, um, farmer's markets. Like a snow cone? No, it's literally like, like. Juice station? It's like a juice, but it's, they call them flavored waters. Everybody was calling them flavored waters. Oh, is waters. it like the thing that bubbles in the tank? No, it's just like a big jug of like, this one's pineapple juice, and it, but it's like... it's Flavored water? It's flavored water. No. It's weird. It's, some people are nodding, listening to this guy. I know exactly what he's talking about. He's, you know, why doesn't he doesn't get it? He's not, it's, it's flavored water. So is it like homemade LaCroix? No, it's flavored water. That's LaCroix. That's flavored sparkling water. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what about you? Let's get to you. I wanted to you update you on my a putting contest. Yeah, I wanted to update you on the putting contest for the chance to go to Las Vegas for twenty five thousand bucks. For twenty five thousand dollars. Yes. So you had the. Let's just a quick recap. You had the first round. The first round where? was like a local qualifier. It was here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay. And it was like you know. Like I said, it was a couple guys running a booth. They yep. said, go through the nine-hole course. Whatever you post, we're going to take the top ten to the regionals. Great. Like, okay, cool. So I did it. Next thing you know, I get an email, and I'm going to the regionals. So I'm, I don't even know what to expect. The more and more I do research on this, there's... So the major series of putting does, like, a not really a tour, but sort of like a tour. Like, you can pay to be, like, a year member of them 
you know, the, the club or whatever. And then whenever they host little tournaments and yeah. local tournaments, you can go try to win and maybe win money, like locally or whatever. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's silly, but... It's silly, but, you know, putting is everything. If you're playing golf, you got to be good at putting. That, that'll save your game the most. That would be one of my... If I, I played golf for a long time. If you're going to start playing golf, the one thing you should do is, like, go to the driving range for a little bit, just start learning how to hit the ball correctly. Don't even worry about where it goes. Just learn how to hit the ball correctly. Be consistent at hitting the ball. It's called your short and game. putting. Yeah, and your short game. That will save you the most because it's really difficult. You know, every, it's fun to hit the ball really hard and far, but then when, you, when it comes down to it, it's like you still have to use the club to get it in the little hole. Yeah. And those strokes really stack up around the green. So short game is everything. Practice putting. Folks, a little pro tip, you know, if you uh, have played golf here and there, but you know, you're talking to your boss and trying to impress him, and he's like, you golf? And you're like, yeah. And he goes, that's your short game. No matter what, just every time, always go, Bleh. that's it. And he'll go, <laughs> yeah. oh, I hear no, you, yeah, man. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. There's, a, there's this hole at a seventh at by a West, West Bridge, and uh, man, I can't get past it. <laughs> so... I make it to the regionals. I still don't even know what to expect. Uh-huh. But what I find out is that there's a lot of people running this circuit or in, that are involved that like, kind of know each other. Oh. So when you show, there's like, I think they, because they're probably the yearly members and they do this a lot. Yep. Now, the regional, the regional finals I went to was a $100 buy-in. But I qualified, so I was in for free. Okay. So they tell us this so is a much you, bigger. So if you're a gambling addict and you didn't qualify, you're like, and you were, and you thought I'm a good putter. I can play a hundred dollars. No, this is my chance. Yeah, hundred bucks you get in, and you could also twenty bucks. You could, if you didn't like your score you posted, you could pay twenty bucks and do it again. Okay, so, so you didn't have to pay the hundred. So you're. I in. put twenty in my pocket, and I thought, well, if I do really bad, or if I think like, if I play it eighteen holes once, like the putting course once, yeah. and think like oh, I could do better than that, you know, I could. Pay twenty bucks and try it again. But in the regionals, you didn't have to pay. In the you no, no, no. In the show up. No, what I'm saying is, even in, that was in the regionals. Oh, okay. You can do I showed up again. because I qualified. If yeah. you wanted to just show up and pay a hundred dollars, you could enter as well. Oh no, thanks. Thank yeah. You. So I played the first eighteen holes and I was three under par. So no, again, it's like if you one putt, that's like a birdie. If you two, you know, it's anywhere between. Some of the holes were probably twenty five, thirty feet. Nice. So it's like a nice little lag putt. You try to tap it in for par, or whatever. Um, a couple holes are like eight foot, 10 foot. So Ooh. you think like, you got to make it. Yeah. If, if you want to progress, you know, like these are the putts, you got to drop this putt right now. Yeah. So. Sure. So we're going to play 18 holes and then they're going to reshuffle. And then they'll tell you out of like 75 people, they're going to take the top 20 people. So I'm thinking, okay. So you're so, three under. No, no. So, well, so yeah. So I go around the course, I'm like one under par and I make the last two putts. They're both like 15, 20 foot putts and I drop Ooh. both of them. So I go over to the table and I was like, I finished at three under. The guy's like, oh man, you're good. Nice. He's like, they, they kept saying over the loudspeaker while we're putting is like the, the current cut line is two. So if you're, if you're two or above, you should try to drop a couple putts. You know, it looks like it's probably going to be about two. And then it moved to one and then went back to two. Uh, quick question. Is it distracting when you're trying to putt to hear? Well, they were playing music. <laughs> All right, everybody, if you want to make it on this, you're going to have to sing. Yeah. Quiet, quiet, please. It was a little bit of that where I thought, oh, well, but they're doing it to, you know, everybody's out here, so whatever. But, Sorry to bother, but whoever is the owner of a Honda Civic. Yeah, well, we are at a course. Yeah. We're at the we're at a putting green on the front of a, a golf course, and so they did keep saying, like, you know, 2.52 tee time, Jenkins, twosome, you know, yeah. whatever, so... Um, but they were playing music, so it was a kind of a good atmosphere. Sure. So anyway, I do, I finish at three under, the guy's like, dude, you're good. So I went in, 
to the bar in there, 19th hole, got a beer and some chips and salsa and waited about an hour and a half. And next thing you know, the final round came and they were pairing you off. It's the top, it was like top 20 and ties. So I think it was, I don't know, it was like 26, 20, something like that people um, that made it to the afternoon final or whatever. Okay. So I'm in the afternoon final. I get paired with this guy. We're the first to go off. Of course. And it's 36 holes. Top three scores, Are you guys or paying? lowest three scores, go to Vegas to play for 25000 bucks. Cool. So I'm thinking, okay, I just got to go. Th- like, Don't do anything crazy. Just yeah. take my way through it. And after like 12 holes, now again, I was the first one to go out, but they were taking your scores like every four or five holes. They were like yeah. updating so they could keep telling me. They were updating the, you know, the contestants. Talk trash. Yeah. yeah. Well, a little bit. So I'm through like 13 or 14 holes and they come over the loudspeaker and they're like, okay, some of you guys are just waiting to start, but most of you are on the course now. The leader is uh, at two under. Burger is two under at the as the low round. And I'm thinking like, okay. Now, again, like I said, I started out. first, yeah. but it's good to hear your name. And so everyone thinks like, okay, somebody's at least two under. It maybe puts a little bit of pressure on the field. Yeah. I three putt 16 and 17. <sighs> and so I finished my first 18 of the 36 holes at even. And right away I was like, oh, that's it. I just lost. Yeah. There's no way now. So I go around again and I finish. I can't, honestly, I can't remember. It was like two, one or two or three under something around there. I, I did. I did all right, but the the striking thing was the guy that I played with <laughs> dropped six of them, and he also finished with me at even par. So he, he went from name. even to six. Ooh. I think the winner was seven or eight. So that was the, it. Was just it's just making a couple of those putts, man. If you're on, yeah. I just I felt like pretty good in the morning round, and then. You know, I just lost it a little. I just was a little bit too aggressive on a couple of them, blew it by by about five feet or so, and just couldn't make the, you know, lift it out on the comebacker. So I ended up three putting, which is, you know, it's just like, you can't do that. You got to two putt everything, <laughs> you know. But I've played golf a long time. I played competitively in high school a little bit um, at the start of going to college, but really it's been a long time since anything sort of really, really mattered. Yeah. And because I love playing with my my friends or going out it's fun but now it kind of really mattered like you got to drop putts yeah, you know so exactly. it was it was uh it was really fun to kind of get back into that like I don't know it was, the stakes weren't that high but it was it felt like it's fun to I'm bring out here by myself back. and it's here and yeah. it's like everyone signed up you know and there's like 100 guys or whatever, or whatever you know I'm thinking like I want to finish low here you know so I made my fair share of putts but made a couple mistakes and ultimately it was it that was it but it was fun that's cool. They told me that you can still go to Vegas if you wanted to just, like, if you can buy yourself into the National Tournament, but that's a $2,500 buy-in. So that's what I was trying to surpass. Was, <laughs> like, I mean, some people have just have, like, mo- yeah, yeah, some people have so much money. It's like, wouldn't it be fun to have money? Like, I'm not going to go through local. I'm just going to go to Vegas. Right, so I did the first one. That was 20 bucks, And then I didn't <laughs> get that, so I paid $100. I, I didn't get that, so I'm going to pay the 2500 I feel good about it. I feel, I feel good about it. And I, I like rerounded put... a bunch of times, which cost me another 100 Instead of the pressure of like winning money, I like the pressure of spending money without any return. That scares you. That'll, be, that'll put your game face on. And what's funny is I didn't even, and not even knowing the first time I went, that there's, there's sort of a little bit of a circuit where these guys enter in like little local tournaments to try to win money because they're like members of yeah. major series of putting, whatever. I didn't know any of that. I just showed up in the first one and I hadn't played golf in like six months. <laughs> I dropped three putts and they were like, or four putts. And they're like, yeah, you're in the regionals. It's like, great. 
And every day I could have gone for a half an hour and like, no, nah, I just was, I was like, ah, I'll just show up and putt. That's smart. That's, that's worth it. And it cost me two, three putts. That's and I still probably wouldn't have made it through anyway. I mean, these guys, I mean, these guys are aces. One of the guys was talking in the 19th hole and he was talking about how some guys are afraid of like sharks who come out here and like, cause they'll, they want people to feel like they could do better and re-round for 10 uh, bucks and spend yeah. 50. Exactly. And if 30% of the people do that, they make it more money, which helps fund the whole city. I mean, I totally get it. Yeah. But they're worried about sharks showing up that like went through their locals and, or just paid to get in. Right. And then they like, you know, or, or they're not going to reround cause they just walk through it like four under par and like, okay, I can, but I know I can post seven or they're pretty confident yeah. post, because they do this all the time or they're, you know, they're scratch golfers or whatever, you know, there's just a, Contest for everything. There literally is. <laughs> it was really funny too. A couple Let's of my friends were interested. That's already I was complete. Like, you know. Let's make a contest for part of it. For one part of it. Well, they have long drive competitions. I know they do. They yeah. don't have like mid iron, you know, mid range iron competitions. <laughs> That's what we should start. They don't have volleyball. <laughs> just how do you pass pass competitions? That's it. Don't spike it. Just pass it. I don't think they have any individual volleyball competitions. They have a serving. Spiking contest? Serving contest? Serving contest, yeah, okay. Well, Serve it up. You got them all in. I have my hand uh, wrapped for serving only, so we're not going to be doing, I want to clarify, we're not going to be doing any... No spiking. Bumping or defensive... Uh, sh- no group hugs that because you scored. None of that. None of that. We don't want any of that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was my my adventure into... Putting competitions. Hopefully, it doesn't stop. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Your uh, attempted professional golfing through back channels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll back my way into the sport. <laughs> That's good. Did you have? Um, I think you did. You told me you had a pretty good little dumb dad moment. You wanted to tell me about. I mean, who doesn't? I know. That's the thing. We talk about this all the time. Did you have one? Well, I know I had many. I know I had one. I want to, I'm trying, I want to think of the funniest one that I had. It was a dumb dad moment. Was I smart enough to recognize it? <laughs> <laughs> and usually, no. Usually, it's the wife pointing no. out, no, that was pretty, that a lot was pretty of, stupid. A lot of times, we right before we go to the podcast, I'm like driving, doing something, knowing I have to do the podcast later, and then I'll be like, okay, what's my dumb dad moment this week? You just got to find it. Yeah. You just got to look through the weeds and find it because it's there. What's scary is when I've done that before and I can't really think of something and I text my wife and how the the shortest amount of time for the answer to come back. <laughs> Either the shortest amount of time or you just see that little text bubble. Just go yeah, for like a really long like, time. I just and, sent it. And then you go, oh, man, she's got an answer. And it's Because I got full bars here, so it's yeah. not like she's sending an image. Yeah. <laughs> She's typing a lot. Oh, okay. So, oh, I see. There's three separate <clears throat> examples. Part, part one, part two. Okay. okay. Uh, part Downloading three. Part. I did that? Check so email. Check email for examples. <laughs> Video example. <laughs> so mine for this week that I, I, I do remember, and I had said to my wife, this is my dumb dad moment. Was... Before it happened? No, after. Oh, or that would have been fantastic. You know what I'm about to do? I think I'm about to do something kind of stupid. Well, I guess it was kind of during. <laughs> so, um, my wife works late. I mean, you know, she works till six. So, at minimum, sometimes she has to work a little later. So, there was one day I was like, all right, what do we, you know, I pick you up at work at 
you know, just after six, we'll go to the gym, get a workout in, and then the pool opens for like open swim yeah. uh, at seven. Let's, let's family get, swim. Family swim. We'll bring both kids. It'll be great. We've done it before. Um, my, you know, my daughter's learning to swim. She's in swim class. And then um, uh, my son floats just fine. We can leave him alone. And, <laughs> but we, so I was like, okay, so I'll grab all the stuff. What do you need? And she's like, you know, workout clothes uh, and swimming clothes. And I was like, great. So I got on. Oh, yes. So I got on my workout clothes. <laughs> and then I packed my swim clothes. I, cl- I packed her swim clothes. I packed her workout clothes. I packed the flip-flops. I packed the shoes. I packed uh, swim clothes for Lucy. I packed swim clothes and swim trunks for Julian. Uh, nailed it. It's good. We're fine. Where's the diaper I bag? Checked, I checked it. I brought the diaper bag. I was like, no, I got all this. This is good. I brought extra swim diaper. I was like... Oh, yeah. You got to bring... You can't just bring one. You can't put it on him. And then he just senses it's the only one and fills it with his... I love a fresh one. Thanks. Filth. So I was like, okay, great. So then we went to the gym. We worked out. It was great. And then I was like, all right, let's go to the pool. It's just after seven. Get the kids. Go to the uh, family... There's a family changing area. Like mm-hmm. a locker room. And which is, by the way, just the, the coldest room in the gym. It's unnecessary. That one room, it's new. They like just re- like renovated the place, and that's like the new room in the mm-hmm. whole gym. And I mean, it's they keep it cold enough that I, if you were to bring some just like raw meat, if you were like, well, after work we're gonna sit, just hang we're that gonna up go in there. we're gonna go to the park and and have some steak tartare. It yeah. won't it won't spoil. Yeah, just bring a hanger and hang it up there with next, up to your there next to your workout your clothes. suit because you came from work. Put it in between your workout clothes so you can salt the steak before. Oh, nice. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Personalize it a little bit. So it's your own thing. <laughs> and then, um, so when we went, as right before we went in the pool, uh, I went, ah, I forgot something. What? Towels. We don't have towels for, for anyone. No one has towels. So we were like, it's fine. It's fine. Let's think. It's fine. Do we have to run home? No, it's fine. Let's get in the pool. So we get in the pool and then indoor pool, whatever. And we swim for a while. It's all fun. It's great. And then I was like, all right, so let's get out and uh, I'll take I'll take Julian out first, our five month old, mm-hmm. and I'll go change him. And I will use one of his backup onesies to like dry him off. Yeah, it was bad. So we went in to that room. So we so, went in the meat locker. So I'm just grabbing this kid with my kid was so wet, wet body, <laughs> took his wet body, and went into what is essentially a meat locker Yeah, with the diaper bag. And I'm just like, I mean, you've got to, to a degree, get him naked because you're, you're changing him anyway. Mm-hmm. So, But, I mean, he was understandably beside himself angry. Oh, he was he didn't, he didn't appreciate it. He was so mad at me. He was screaming. And I'm just like using like a, just a... A onesie that says, you know, I'm a cool dinosaur or something. And just like, just patting him down. And it's just, he's just, it's so cold and he's so sad. And then I come out, I come out after just this purple, his his face was purple. And I didn't know if it was because he was cold or he was just screaming so much mm-hmm. or both. Yeah, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. But I mean, I brought, <laughs> I brought him out and it was just a, it was just a perfect dumb dad moment of just like, you just looked at him and he just looked like. He had seen a really bad like car accident, and he was wearing the smallest little cap because it was like a newborn cap that I found in the bottom of the bag, and he was wearing a uh, full onesie like a long sleeve, 
long pants, onesie, a pair of socks, and a pair of his sister's socks on his hands. <laughs> and it, because I was just, he was so cold. And I just felt so bad. And then uh, we used a, a, a blanket that we used for the park to towel off my daughter. Mm-hmm. And I just, uh, I just suffered. <laughs> <laughs> I just let the air dry me off. I, you know, I sat on a shirt on the drive home, <laughs> and it was, it was miserable. And it was just those. It was that moment it's when I said, small I forgot things, towels. And she was like, you forgot towels? And I went, this is my dumb dad moment. Mm-hmm. And she said, it sure is. And then my and son then I proceeded said, to prove it sure is in uh, some kind of code, some kind of screaming <laughs> code. It was loud. The volume was on high. He was, yeah, he was peaking uh, a little too much. Yeah. But he was not happy with me. <laughs> that was my dumb. So you, you also forgot the windscreen. From the- <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Put the dead cat in front of him. That's a term, guys. It's a well. It's not a real dead cat. But. Um, that's pretty good. I, I don't know. I. It's one of those things that you think. I love that you're like. Well, I don't know. It's not going to be that big of a deal. It'll be okay. Well, just ah, it'll be. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Let's get in the pool. And then it was like, oh, we should have went home. Yeah. <laughs> we could have just said no. Would you to, adapted you. We could have said no to the pool. And, but what's funny is family it, swim. I don't think so, dude. Yeah. But that's the funny thing, though, is I think without having kids in that scenario where I have a, like, having kids, having had children for three plus years, it's now this situation comes up and you go, it's going to be bad, but we're going to get through it. Let's do it. We're going to get through it. Yeah. It's going to be a really bad moment, but it's going to really be good at like it's seeing gonna be worth it. Whereas 90 like, minutes into the future. <laughs> yeah. And instead, back then... New parents, you just go, no towels? Well, there's just no way. Not doing that. Let's We're going get home. Out there of was here. never never heard of a pool. Let's go home. Because parenting is just a series of really bad moments, but you know they're only gonna last a short amount of time. You know why people that are parents respect other parents so much? It's because these are the exact things that you have to you have to sort of make that mistake to learn from that mistake. And there's, that's the only way you can like learn yeah. to be a parent. You make all these little mistakes all along the way that don't affect overall well being. They just affect like that day, that moment. And you think so next time you think, oh, I'm not doing that. Or you know, you just like and so you'd know when it's some other person uh-huh. you you know, it's like you just know. You know, like you, oh man. Or if their <laughs> kids having a me- well, I'm saying like if their kids having a meltdown, yeah, it never really bothered me too much. I was, I'm not one of those people that was like so mad at other kids like having meltdowns or because I understand people are people are, and kids are learning every day that something new happens and they're emotional. But now, now as a parent, you see another kid who's having a meltdown for not being able to buy a toy in Target, and you just think like, uh, I have, hang in there, man. <laughs> I have lessons. You just got to ride it out. You know, and it was. I like, have less anxiety now that I have kids because I used to watch that and I would never get annoyed. Like I was never on a plane mad at children. But I would always feel bad for the I never, parent. People get so I mad. Bad. I feel bad for the parent. I felt bad people for the always parent. get so mad, like you're ruining my flight. It's like imagine being that parent. They have right. to take that kid with them. Yeah, who's <laughs> probably not going to stop doing that yeah. until they get what they need. I or used to want. just have anxiety about. It. I was like, oh my god, that's tough. And now when I see it, I look at that parent. I'm like, oh man. This is a good one. Yeah. Your kid's on one. This is like for more. This is now. We're yeah. past an hour. I had I had one of these not too long ago, man. You're doing all right. You're doing all right. I, 
it depends too. You look at the family. Like we flew back from Hawaii. That you know, it's like four and a half hours. It was four and a half hours back, and you know, Emmett was fine. You know, he's four and a half. Yeah, and he got loaded up a couple movies, and he was like, cool. You know, and he under and he's we've flown a lot, so he also understands the process a little bit. Henley's different. She's you know. 13 months or whatever she was. Right. So just meaning that like when she gets upset, she can't explain it to her. There's no reasoning. It's just, I'm upset and you have to fix why she's upset. But the reason is she is upset. Things you can't fix. Like I want to move around. Like we can go up and down the aisle again a couple of times, but I got to hold you. But the kids behind us were like seven and five. And they were back and forth between the two aisles, like 56 times. On the flight, yeah. banging on the seats, up on top, over dad, under dad. But some, and the mom was like on the other side, wasn't really doing anything. I mean, like almost not saying anything to them at all. And he was kind of parent. I felt really bad for this guy. He was like trying to parent them the whole time. <laughs> and, you know, and they I were so it. kind of nuts. Like, and the little kid was kind of going crazy, too. He was like, we, the kid, they said, you have to put our seatbelts on now. And he's like trying to buckle him in. And he's like hitting his dad in the face as he's <laughs> trying to like buckle him in. So part of it's like. I don't know. I think there's going to be there's going to be kids like that, but a little bit of it was like, it's a case come on, case dude, basis. parent your kids right now because yeah. But for the most part, you see most parents, you just go, ah, I see what they're going through. Yeah, right. But we can only control our little situation. One hundred percent. We have a couple seats across the aisle from each other with our kids. Henley's in the car seat. She's crying. She's upset. We're doing everything we can to console her, but really. We're doing our best, but like these kids are going nuts, dude. Right. Like you can't be banging on the seats up and down the aisle by themselves, playing with a ball that was like rolling down the. It's like, listen, I get that you're like it was giving you anxiety. Yeah, it's like yeah. that does give me anxiety a little bit. That it's like they're not really saying anything. I mean, the older kids like yeah. going across the aisle, pushing his mom forward so he can lean by her and look out the window. Oh, get out and of she the way. doesn't even say anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get out of the way, mom. That was that's kind of the thing that bothered me. It's like. Say, like, hey, don't do that to me. Because guess what? Now he's going to do it to everyone. <laughs> if I can do it to mom, I can do it to anyone. Wouldn't you? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, so there was just a little bit of, like, yeah. I, my hat goes out to parents, too. But it's, when you see those things, you're just thinking, like, come on, dude. It's like, you know, people, are, people come up to us and, like, well, your kids did so well on the flight. And you're thinking, like, well, I felt so bad she cried for, like, an hour and a half. Yeah. But I think maybe other people, too, see that, like, well, at least we're trying. You know, no, that's nice to see that people see you trying because after those anxiety ridden moments, except for like the ones like I just said at the pool, where it's like, ah, oh, man, I, I dropped the ball. Um, the other ones where it's yeah, just but like that your kid you loses guys it. for a little I know. bit, and that's, that's it. That's I just mean in general, like when your kids have an anxiety moment, like that just gets bad and they freak out, or whatever, yeah, and you're alone with your thoughts, you're like, <laughs> I'm trash at this, I'm doing a bad job, yeah, <laughs> I'm really, I'm a bad parent, they're gonna grow up weird. It's hard, dude. And they will. They will grow oh, up. Oh, yeah. Oh, I hope so. Weird. Oh, man. Stay weird, people. Please. It's the only interesting way to go. Just be weird about something. That's our motto for today, guys. Be weird about something. Be- Just stay weird out there. Stay safely weird. When I used to work at Starbucks, I wouldn't tell people, hey, have a good day. Sometimes I would say, have a grande. day. That got some... Uh, Oh, some reaction. Some people just dump their coffee out and go to another On the floor, Starbucks. Like, F- this place. Yeah. Uh, no, I, yeah. I they would. don't make those jokes at Pete's. <laughs> I would have say, hey, you have a grand day. <laughs> Point right at him, and they'd kind of look at me like, did that really just happen? They're like, go have a large 
because it's yeah, Spanish. Go have a large day. Time is relative. Oh, that's actually nice. Go have a big day. I'm gonna go have a have big a day. Have a big moment actually, today. You know what? That is very nice. Um, thank you. And uh, no, I would say, hey, have a weird day. And a lot of people go, eh, thanks. And some people would go, what? <laughs> and I would say, well, you think about it. If you have a really weird day, that's not really a bad thing. But you'll have an awesome story if something really weird happens. <laughs> and they were like, that's really true. And then they would leave all excited. Take their pants off and run in the parking lot. Yeah. Know? Oh, I didn't mean that. We... Mm. I forgot my towels. Hot dogs. Get <laughs> Hot popcorn. Hot popcorn. Uh, so there you go, buddy. In case you don't want fresh taquitos and tacos. And... No, you do want them. That actually makes sense. Nobody says there's a carnival. They're going to make fresh food, but there'll be popcorn. What's the meat you brought from the gym? What are you having? Not what did you say it was? Steak tartare. Steak tartare <laughs> at the park. Steak tartare at the park. I keep... love that it's a, at the park. <laughs> On a picnic bench, it's got bird <laughs> shit all over it. Having <laughs> I mean, steak tartare. I know it. Lo- it doesn't like the presentation was nicer, but it didn't travel well in the car. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't have formed it in at home because I put the I cracked the egg in the center. <laughs> But now it looks bad. I don't know where the egg is. <laughs> oh, man, where's the egg? But that might have explained why the bowl was glued to the, the back of the, the floor of the car. I couldn't get it off, so we had to scoop it out. That explains why the swimsuits. car smells like a natural hot geyser. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. <laughs> Sulfur. Oh, there you go. People from, Mon- people from Montana will know that reference. That's um, <laughs> uh, thank you, buddy, for sitting down with me. Thank it's you been, for uh, sitting down with me. You know, like I said, we, we were a little late this week, but we still got it done. We got it done. Guys, we'll always get it done. Oh, well, don't, don't give up on us. Well, I didn't well. say parenting. I meant the podcast. <laughs> podcast comes first. Posting. Kids are a distant fourth. Don't worry about the rest. You thank you. Fill, you can fill in your own blanks there. <laughs> we're giving you some leeway. Thank you for listening to you us, you guys. have some suggestions uh, about... How to properly prepare steak tartare. You can email us <laughs> at dummies at com if you found a kind of Tupperware that travels well and doesn't shift jello-like meat molds. Uh, you can also follow us on all social media at dumbdadpod. Mm-hmm. On the Twitters and on the Instagrams. And the Instagrams. Uh, we're not on Vine anymore because um, it's shut down and we never were. Thank you so much to Purdue for the beats. Thank you, my friend. And, um, can I take us out with a joke? Got a dad joke. You ready? Okay. Why are mornings so hard in Athens? Uh, I don't know why. Uh, you know, Don is tough on Greece. Nice. Bye. Hot popcorn here. Hot popcorn. <laughs>